When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All righty, welcome back to another Wisco Fanatics Wednesday. We are once again watching the end of a Wednesday afternoon game. So we're going to catch the end of this one as we start the show off. So hopefully the Brewers are going to end this game on a walk off and we can get some... Uh, some uh, some good vibes for the rest of the show, which I think will have good vibes anyways. But and the rest of the week. Touche. Especially with the Brewers having an off day tomorrow. So we have that as yes. well. Yes. But we are back on another Wisco Fanatics Wednesday. So we have, let's see, seven seven Brewers games to talk about this week. Um, a lot of Brewers games. The Brewers, I mean, the Brewers rebounded well after a rough series in L.A. to to return from that series and to rebound the way that they did is very, very encouraging. Um, yes. Jake and I are still waiting for some of our pitchers and position players to finish this game out so we can finish our power pair notes. But if you want to give me, you can give me your power pitcher and your, oh, I suppose your underrated performer is still in the game yet. So I can give you my power pitcher and my underrated performer because they are done for the day. Yeah, why don't you start then? Why don't you uh, okay. give me yours? All right. Uh, Devin Williams is going to make this half inning take super long. All right, so my power pitcher, I went with Freddie Peralta. Now, I went with Freddie Peralta. He pitched five and two-thirds innings, mm-hmm. and he pitched 17 total outs, and he still got 11 strikeouts. Ooh, that looked like a strikeout for Devin Williams. Yeah, that's... 17 outs. And 11 of them were strikeouts for Freddie Peralta in his last appearance. Now, the reason that I have Freddie Peralta as my power pitcher, more so than the 11 of 17, is Freddie Peralta is number one in war for pitchers in the second half. Say it ain't so. Number one. And Devin Williams just struck out the last batter of the top of the ninth. So the Brewers are going to go have a chance to walk it off. Yes, and he has a potty mouth. I mean, he does that to himself every every Yeah, I know. know. Um, So, Freddie Peralta, number one in war for pitchers in the second half. I'll just throw this nugget in there as well. Um, Corbin Burns is number four. Oh, wow. So, Brewers have two top five war pitchers for the second half of the MLB season so far. Wow. And we just got Woody back. That's all MLB. That's not just the National League. That's all MLB. That's... That's incredible, actually. That's amazing but, for Freddie Peralta. But he's been very good for about a month now, I'll say. Yeah. Very good. Um, so I went with uh, Abner Uribe. I just I think like this kid, uh, he, he's he got the stuff. We've been talking about him a lot. 
Uh, three games pitched for him, one hold, two and one-third innings total. He gave up three hits, one walk, two Ks, and zero earned runs. And the thing that I really like is he's getting put in some really high leverage situations. Council's not afraid to use him whenever he needs him. Like, bring in the kid, you know, and he just delivers. And he's not afraid of the moment, not afraid of the spotlight. So uh, I really like it. Does that include today? Uh, no, it does not. Okay. I'll say he pitched an inning today. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Um, which, we'll, which we'll get to when we cover today's game. Uh, for my underrated performer, I went with the guy who did start today's game. He was taken out later for a defensive substitution, but I went with Mark Canna as my underrated performer. Uh, he was mm-hmm. four for 15 in the last week, but also added four walks and got hit by a pitch. Um, Mark Canna, nine RBI in his last 12 games. Yeah. Clutch. So, I mean, people gave him a ton of shit because he got off to a slow start with the Brewers. And same for Carlos Santana. And he's still, he's still struggling a little bit. But, I mean, Santana hit a ton of home runs that we're going to talk about today. But From both sides of the plate, by the way. Right. Um, the thing with Mark Hanna is he's driven in a ton of runs in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's been it's been really important. Um, you know, we talked about him with the extra inning games. Uh, he was part of Jake's power pair and underrated performer last week for that reason. Uh, and he's yeah. just continued to get it done with guys on base. So, um I went with Mark Crana as my underrated performer. We're about to see the Brewers take uh, take this dub in the bottom of the ninth. So, not that we're uh, not paying attention to the show, we're just getting, you're getting a little uh, a little bonus live stream as we get, are watching the bottom of the ninth for the Brewers. You're getting the breakdown and the play by play all in one this week. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the ninth inning of the uh, the game today. And then we're going to jump back a week in time and go back to last Wednesday's game. <laughs> All right. I like it. I like it. All right. So Tyron, Tyron Taylor, Taylor is leading off, which, spoiler alert, Tyron Taylor is my power position player. I don't have his exact stats because I was waiting to factor in his stats from today as well. But I will say part of the reason I have Tyron Taylor in my power uh, hitter position is, first of all, Ooh, Hold on. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, part of the reason I have Tyrone Taylor in my power position player this week, first of all, he plays good defense, which mm-hmm. shouldn't need to be restated, but it does. Uh, he plays good defense. He's got a bunch of hits, and he was going into the the final game with the Rangers. People are like, why is, why is Sal Freelich not playing? And it's like, Tyrone Taylor is one of our hottest hitters. And some dude responded and be like, he's like, Four for his last fifteen when they're all singles. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. He's getting hits, and then he's just ripping tons of extra base hits in the last couple days. And today he hit a game tying home run, like a monstrous game tying home run. But here's yeah. the thing with Tyrone Taylor: his batting average is up seventy three points in the last twenty nine days. Just solid sample size, by the way. That's twenty nine days. I mean, he went from a one fifty three batting average. To 226. And like I said to you before, he is getting into respectful area now where you're kind of like, it's a good hitter. Yeah. Um, on if fire. he can continue that through the rest yeah. of the season, that would be a huge, monstrous oh. contribution from Tyrone Taylor. For a guy who I was pretty much completely done with coming yeah. into this season and yeah. through his, his injury stints, I was pretty much done with Tyrone Taylor. So I'm I'm here to give him credit for producing in big ways and having an opportunity to win this game for the Brewers right now. 
He's battling up there. Duran's giving him 99. He's battling. I like it. Do you wanna you wanna spoil one of your guys while we're while we're talking here, waiting for Tyron Taylor to win this game? Uh yeah. Let me go back to it real quick. All right. Um I'll give everybody my UP. Um my underrated performer is uh William Contreras. I just think he, he's a little underrated this week because of people focusing on, you know, guys like Tyron Taylor's been on fire. Uh and people having to have arguments about him for some reason. I don't know yeah. why. And then, you know, Willie Adamas, who's been really, really good this year. Uh, not this year, this last week. He's mm-hmm. when, when he, the reason that I, I, I'm spoiled too of him, I guess. Uh, I have Willie as my power pair. But the reason I have Willie is because when he hits, this offense is just unbelievably good. Like, yeah, it's so we much be, better. We become one of the top teams in the NL when Willie Adamas is driving in runs and hitting the ball hard and right. hitting um, home runs. Yeah, hitting home runs. And he has the power. We all know that. Opposite. It doesn't matter where it is on the field or what ballpark we're in. He can hit it out. Yeah. Um, but for Contreras, the guy's just been consistent as can be. Um, both my guys, uh, just like just like Taylor on your list, are guys that have big-time home runs in this game today. So uh, all, everybody having the clutch factor this year, um, Contreras was – just outstanding again. Taylor. Ah. Oh, right, Adam. That was a good rip, too. 102. He hit 102 like four times that at bat. Jesus. Damn, that was, that was a good at bat. That was. That was a very solid at bat. Oh. Stint on the hands. It's all right. All right. On. Yeah, it's time. All right, Yelly Bomb. Inside. There we go. It should not be physically possible for a human to throw 102. That's just... Oh, it's possible to throw faster. I know it is, but it's... That's, 102 that... isn't even the fastest pitch in today's game. I know. It's, that's ridiculous. Um... Did you see? Did you see what the fastest pitch of today's game was? No, I didn't. In the top of the seventh, your power pitcher Abner Uribe threw a pitch at one hundred three point three. I was. Uh, I didn't have the game on. I was watching it on my ESPN app, paying attention. Would the Brewers have traded the Mets for Alonzo? Well, they wanted it centered around like Sal Frelick, Tyler Black. Um, Who's the other two? Uh, Quiro, maybe. Jefferson Quiro. Yeah. Yeah, Jefferson Quiro. And uh, there's one more. There's four names. Oh, God. It's been, I've been um, reading so, so many freaking bad And articles. it wasn't all of them, by the way. There was just a deal. No, 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 no. Yeah, one of them was going to be the centerpiece right. for the deal. Um, and I uh, – Was it Mizorowski, maybe? It, it was Mizorowski, now that you say that. But Daniel drew a walk. You know, you're, you're thinking about it. You're like, South Frelick's already up. The guy's playing elite defense. The guy is going to be a 300 hitter. He's I mean, never going to strike out. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just, I he mean. draw more walks than strikeouts, South Frelick. And if he does strike out, it, it was going to be like uh, one of them that he had in L.A. That one, one that really sticks out to my head was the actually the game last Wednesday. The ball was low, and the ump called him on strikes, and he's like, no. And you could just see him melting like I was on that, you know. And mm-hmm. it's like. I would trust self relic. Yep. 
Oh, pitch timer. So it's going to be a one right. off start. Come on, Contreras. This is the guy that I've been saying has the, the biggest clutch gene on this team. The other he thing is... with Contreras is he's drawn five walks in the last two days. That's a lot. Holy shit. That is a lot. He drew three yesterday and two today so far. Wow. He's on base percentages of fucking 900 the last two days. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, see what I say, dude. Whenever he hits one, he's just like, "Yeah, I am king." <laughs> All right, come on, William. Can find a radio stream. It is six six. Safe. Yes, sir. Nice play, dude. That was a. That was actually that's that dive was actually really good because he dove to the outside of the bag. They're gonna review it. I mean, you might as well. It's the bottom of the ninth. What a great dive to get to the outside of the bag. Josh, it's currently 6-6 six, six in the bottom of the ninth. And safe. He's safe by a mile, bro. Jesus. Criminy. Yeah, Josh, 6-6, six, six, bottom of the ninth. Yelich just stole second. Uh, one out. William Contreras oh. is at the plate. It's a 1-1, one, one, and he just grounded out. Oh. <sighs> All right. Not Two great. outs. Not great. All right. Well, I guess I can... Carlos Santana. Get his he does bat on. better from the left side of the plate, in my opinion, especially for power. He, he does have more power from the left side, but I still love that he's, he hit multiple homers from both sides this week. That's mm-hmm. that's dope. All right, so... Uh-uh, here we go. All right, you want to give your other power pair guy, seeing as... Yeah, I'll just... Uh, I'm ducking, probably not going to hit. Yeah. Um. Well, you never know. Well, I mean, he's either gonna well, unless they unless Santana gets hit or walks. Yeah. What's the other have for stolen bags now? Uh, that would be that would be twenty eight, I believe. Yeah. Um, hang on. Yelich stole second in the in the bottom of the first. I think that was his twenty seventh. So I think he's at or twenty six. I think he's at twenty seven. Yeah, he's either at twenty seven or twenty eight. I don't. So for for Willie Adamas, um, I did not add today's. Should I should I say what up today so far? What's up, Isaac? Just uh, talking through the bottom of the ninth. Um, I can pull up some some Willie Adamas stats for you if you want. I have well, I have I have all of his his stats coming into today. Okay, I'll pull up today's and then I'll just put them on top of yours. Okay. Um, so for Adamas this last week, nine of twenty four, two runs. Uh, a double, two home runs. Obviously, we know he adds another big-time home run today. Six RBI and a walk. That is a 375 batting average, a 423 on-base percentage, a 667 slugging percentage, and a 1.090 OPS. So when Willie Adamas hits, his team scores a lot of runs, as you could tell from the Texas Rangers series, and now this series, we're scoring a ton of runs. People are getting on base. We're flying around the bases, striking people out. I mean, I know we're going to get into last night's game in a little bit here, but we had a freaking incredible inning where we had nine batters come up to the to the plate. So, mm-hmm. absolutely great stuff. You know what the record was last year for stolen bases? For what, do you mean like for team high? Yeah, oh, that's what I was going to ask. Struck out on a really bad pitch in the dirt. So we're going to play extra innings. 
Cool. And Willie Adamas is going to get another at bat. Yep. So Willie Adamas is going to bat. So far today, Willie Adamas is one for four. He has a two run home run. Um, Willie Adamas has raised his batting average in the last 10 games, nine points, mm. which in August is a lot. Um, yep. I don't know who the team high in stolen bases was last year. I can see if I can pull it up. 2022 Brewers stats. Um, so if you want, we can kind of speed through last Wednesday's Dodgers game while we're in between innings here. Uh, wasn't a super exciting game. No, no, it wasn't. I mean, the first, uh, both Dodgers games weren't very crazy in my opinion. True. But um, yeah, uh, a three-hit game for the Brewers after having a two-hit game the day before. Um, the leader for stolen bases, by the way, Josh, to answer your question, was Yelich with nineteen. Yep. And then it was Colton Wong with seventeen. Yep. Third on our team with 12. Jace Jock Peterson. Peterson. Jace Peterson. Why do I always call him Jock Peterson? God. I forgot Jace Peterson existed this year. Because he's in Oakland. That's why you forgot. I know. I know. <laughs> That's exactly why you forgot. <laughs> um, so, I mean, really just a, a combination of, obviously, the Brewers not having a ton of offense last Wednesday. And... The Dodgers getting a ton of soft con, like a ton of soft contact, just resulting in a bunch of base runners. Um, I will say, the the catcher's interference thing was annoying as hell because JD Martinez basically had his foot sticking out of the back of the batter's box, and then was mm-hmm. swinging down like he was trying to hit Contreras' glove more than he was trying to hit the ball. Right, just super annoying but a very Dodgers thing to do. No, I was going to say, add in that he's wearing a Dodgers jersey, and it just makes it like... Yeah. You know. um, there was a point in the second inning where Wade Miley slipped up on the pitcher's mound, and I didn't know if that was something that was going to affect him. It didn't seem to because he stayed in the game. Um, but, it, I mean, it's just kind of one of those things where you just kind of pay attention to it, but... Wade Miley said it with last night's game too that his he just doesn't feel that his his command is currently as sharp as he'd like it to be, so I mm-hmm. think that kind of kind of calls back to the Dodgers and not to mention they're the Dodgers, they're one of the best teams in the National League, um, and they're yeah, always good in the August, dude. Right, always good in August. Um, so obviously you'd like the Brewers to be able to win that game or win some of those games from that series, but. When we talk about it, we'll get into the Texas series. A very, very good response by the Brewers. I don't know if there's anything you really want to say about that that second Dodgers game. Well, the thing about the thing about you know, the, the whole Dodgers series. I mean, we'll talk about the the burn start in a second yeah. here. But the thing about the whole Dodgers series is every time they, they do, they bought everybody. Yeah, they bought everybody. That's true. I'm about um, to do it again to you, Isaac. Shit. You ain't wrong. Hey, here's $500 million, $600 million. How much do you want? $700 million? We got it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, um, the thing about the Dodgers is uh, they have players everywhere, first of all. We know that. So they, 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 have, they have defense everywhere. They hit every spot in the lineup. Their pitchers are outstanding. So when the Brewers are smashing the ball right at people, and then the Dodgers are getting, like you said, some softer, weaker contact, and it's scoring mm-hmm. runs. It really just it catches interference. Like, oh, it's like, oh my. When you when you lose to the Dodgers that way, 
you get the same feeling like when you had one of those days. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, super annoying. Yeah, I literally wrote. I really like wrote in my notebook another catcher's interference. So dumb, three to one. That's yeah. literally in my notes. So dumb, another catcher's interference. Yeah, JD it's... Martinez is just back, way back in the batter's box, and just swinging down at Contreras's glove. Yeah, like he's super got a annoying ball, dude. You know what I mean? So okay. Paguero gave a leadoff walk to Carlos Correa. Not the worst thing in the world. Still gonna you can get double because I mean it's first of all it's Carlos Correa. Like he's a very very good hitter. Obviously he walked off the Brewers when they were in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and with first base open, there can be worse things. It sets up a force out. Yep. Not not super worried about Paguero walking walking Correa there. No, let's uh let's give him some uh some some power sinkers here and uh we'll see what happens. Alrighty. Um I mean is there really anything else you want to say about the second game from that Dodgers series? Like they're really not not a ton of takeaways from it. I mean, Frelick got his third stolen base. Uh Corbin Burns pitched an absolute gem, seven innings. Game two, two still. Still game two. Still oh, game sorry, two. sorry, sorry, sorry. Still game two. No, I don't really okay. have anything else. I um, mean, Mark got a home run. run. I mean, yeah. I got that part yeah. of his RBI. Contreras mm-hmm. well, both their doubles. Yeah. All righty. So we can we can go to that third game now. Um, Sorry, it's still top off. of the 10th runners, the first and second, no else. Uh, Paguero is pitching. Okay. Dodgers game three. Try to so, do multitasking here. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, game three, that was the one we lost. One is there 115 degrees on the field right now. Ugh. Well, Bill, I'll tell you what, it was, uh, it was 108 this morning in the paint booth by my work. It got up to 111. Yeah, I was dripping. My my sweat drips had sweat drips. That is how hot it was. Oh my god, I was exhausted today. Tyler, I already asked you, but you he told me yeah. you were exhausted too. Just like today, working was just, on the warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Today no was just out an there. exhausting day. Oh, he went. <laughs> weatherman Jake is back. Nobody likes weatherman Jake at work because I just tell people it's hot. <laughs> That's all I do. People, when it's raining outside, you go, "It's gonna rain." <laughs> I'm going to now. <laughs> but man, everybody, everybody had red faces all day, exhausted. I think I drank literally, literally a hundred ounces of water today. I believe that. I, I, have, I have a forty ounce water bottle. I filled it three times, and like the third time, I think it's about half empty or half full, depending on your philosophical outlook. I uh, so this is my second Gatorade bottle, but I bought one this morning at Quick Trip on the way to work, and I filled that thing probably five or six times, dude, just chugging it. Um, Lewis just called time as Figueroa was pitching, and it would have been ball two, so that might actually benefit the Brewers a little bit. Nice. All right, so going into this one-all game, so you borrowed so you borrowed my state seat, yes, Isaac. You can, but it's all have it back. It's also humid as hell. Yeah, you could, like, have it back. I never want this ever again. This is a record high today for Wisconsin. Mm. How is that not strike three? What? What just happened right there? He followed a pitch off. Oh, okay. I was going to say. I wasn't looking. I was 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 like, what? (laughs) No, that was a ball ball. Okay. Okay. Third game of the Dodgers series. Um, well, I already gave part of it away, but, uh, 
Burns, seven innings pitched, two hits, two walks, zero earned runs, and nine Ks. I mean, what else can you ask from the guy, really? I mean, that's phenomenal stuff. Yep. Piamps gave up a, a home run late on the eighth inning, obviously. Um, but it happens, man. It, it really does. It happens to literally every reliever, every pitcher in the major league. So yep. people are freaking out about it. And after this game, Obviously, we got swept. Uh, it was the Brewers' first time being shut out since June 5th. So, uh, happening against the Dodgers, not the worst thing in the world, on it, obviously. But mm-hmm. then people started freaking out. Oh, we can't compete with the Dodgers. So, yes, we can. We can. Okay. We can compete with anybody. Well, there's the double, double play, play that we wanted. Bam. Attaboy, Paguero. Nice. Needed that. All right. One more, baby. Joey Gallo. See, like I said, Bill Schrader just said it too. Walking Korea, not the worst thing in the world. No, definitely not. Or get the double play. Yeah, after that third game of that series, everybody just freaking out. The Brewers have no place in the playoffs. Brewers aren't going to do anything. If they get in the playoffs, they're just going to get owned right away or knocked out right away. It's like recency bias is yeah. arguably the ugliest monster in in sports fandom like oh, for sure like obviously things like racism is worse or like hoping for injuries but as far as just regular sports fandom is concerned like recency bias might be my least favorite thing so because it's it's happening with the cubs cubs fans too sure because the cubs went on a good stretch against a bunch of shitty teams they're like oh we'll be in first place by september 1st shut up there's just no middle ground it's zero to a thousand with cubs fans we're going to go from third place to first place because we beat a bunch of shitty teams. You Hold can't on. just go, oh, look out for the Cubs. We're coming. You can't just, nope, you can't just be reasonable. Just got to go straight to, nope, we're going to be in first by September 1st. Nope, nope. Hold on. They're Bears fans. Remember, these people Fox literally State. said, literally said that they're going to go from the first pick in the NFL draft to winning the North now. All because Aaron Rodgers left, which apparently affects the Vikings and Lions too, I guess. Ugh. I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, dude. You guys have no idea how excited I am for this next series against the Cubs. If we fucking sweep them, dude, the block button's going to be heavy over there. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, touche. <laughs> How's that first place treating you? Yeah. Beach? First place. First place. <laughs> first, huh? How's that, how's that going for you? Dude, if we win today, say say we keep our lead of three and a half and we sweep them and it gets a six and a half, it's it's done. It's done. I don't wanna I don't wanna like sound cocky or whatever, but like sixteen of our last twenty-eight against under five hundred teams, a six and a half game lead over the Cubs, who are probably gonna end in second place because the Reds just forgot how to win baseball games. Mm. Yeah, Reds well, are flirting with five hundred. They are. They're they're probably going to end four, up. They're four games over right now. They play a doubleheader with Isaac's Angels today. Yeah, they're losing right now. I think like two zero or three zero. Last time I saw. Okay, Isaac, tell us the score of your game. Cubs fans, derp! If you move your team, you can't join our fan base. Oh yeah, I heard that. Nobody wants to join the Cubs fan base. Damn sure not me. I have not had a single positive interaction with a Cubs fan. Do you know who said that? Yes, I know who said that. Isaac said the Angels are up three to one. Oh, um, yeah, yes, I do know who said that, and it's super annoying. 
and he's part of the reason I would never become a Cubs fan. But even even if the Brewers were to move, which they're not going to, like the the Cubs would be the last team that I would cheer for. Dude, I literally hate Chicago. Like yeah. all Chicago sports, they're number yeah. one least. I would never go there. I yeah, I've literally never had. I would I would cheer for the White Sox before I cheer for the Cubs. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. And the White Sox are in fucking shambles right now. They just fired their GM and their um, what their yeah. president of baseball operations. I like their city unis though. Their city unis are nice. Those are nice looking. Since the Reds still have the best ones. Who the hell just came out with something that I saw? I Isaac said I'll go, or Josh said I'll go to a Blackhawks game. Which, you know, that is what it is. That's a proximity thing just because Wisconsin doesn't have a hockey team. Um, God. Fuck. Is he going to... Oh, that's really annoying. Bill said I'd rather kiss my sister. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I... There's probably six teams I would cheer for before I cheer for the Cubs. Um, There's literally 29 other teams I'd rather cheer for than the Cubs. That's fair. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Throw the ball. Yeah, you could have had him. What is he waiting for? Oh, my God. Throw the thing, Man. dude. He bobbled it. That's the bobble. I know, but he then he also he and throws like... it. He might be out. Oh, he's definitely out. All right. So, Twins just took a 7-6 lead in the top of the 10th on an infield bunt, single swinging bunt, fell down yeah. almost at yeah. first base. Yikes. Very awkward situation. Yeah. yeah. But I, th- I think the baseball guys are going to reward us for that. Uh, I hope so. Um, yeah, William Thomas could just hit a, a two-run bomb. That'll That'll work for the bottom of the 10th. Um, Josh said, how about them Yankees? Yeah, that's proof right there that spending does not equal winning as if the Mets and the fucking Padres haven't been proving, haven't been proving it literally all season. Well, we, we'll see the Yankees pretty soon, Josh, in New York, by the way. We see the Padres starting Friday. Yeah. Okay. That should be the last out of the inning. All, right. the all right. So the Brewers are going to come down bottom of the 10th, down one. I'm going to run through this third Dodgers game real quick. So, Brewers went one, two, three in the top of the first. Bottom of the first, Mookie Betts had a single. Freddie Freeman drew a walk. And then Corbin Burns went strikeout, strikeout, wild pitch, fly out, got out of that inning. Uh, top of the second, Sal Freelich had a leadoff single. He was stranded. Bottom of the second and top of the third were basically one, two, three innings. Top of the third, there was a one out single, but then it was wiped out by a double play. Top of the third, a leadoff single, and then Corbin Burns followed with three straight swinging strikeouts. Proud of myself for getting through that without any uh, tongue twisters. <laughs> um, top of the fourth, Sal Freelich on for the second time uh, with a two-out walk. He stole second, was stranded again. Uh, bottom of the fourth, another one, two, three innings for Burns with two more strikeouts. Uh, both teams went one, two, three in the fifth. Top of the six was probably the Brewers' best chance to score runs. Tyrone Taylor had a leadoff single. Christian Yelich followed with another single that got Tyrone Taylor to third base. Uh, William Contreras hit a ground ball to the pitcher. Tyrone Taylor going on contact with that pitch. The only thing I'm like I would say about that play is if you're Tyrone Taylor, just wait to see until the pitcher throws the second and they're trying to get the double play. Then then break. 
Um, but even if the Brewers score on that play, you're still looking at a 1-1 game going into the bottom of the ninth and the Dodgers having a chance to win it then anyways. Um, but a hot shot line out just right at Freddie Freeman, followed by a pop out. Just some good breaks for the Dodgers in the rest of that inning. Uh, bottom of the sixth, a one-out walk was only the second base runner that Corbin Burns had allowed since the first inning. Didn't score, so no damage. Um, both teams went one, two, seven, or one, two, three in the seventh. Corbin Burns finished with nine strikeouts. So I totaled them up on what pitches they came on. Corbin Burns had nine strikeouts. Four of them came on the cutter, one on a slider, three on curveballs, and one on a changeup. So Corbin Burns. Four different pitches get strikeouts, dude. That's yeah. That's, that's fucking Cy Young stuff, dude. Yes, that's, it is. Absolutely. Uh, as I mentioned before, fourth in war for starting pitchers since the All-Star break. Number one and now, all. Yes, and number one is Freddie Peralta. Top of the eighth, a leadoff single by Bryce Terang, followed by a double play and a lineout. Nice catch by Hayward on Christian Yelich's lineout. Um, and then the bottom of the eighth, you mentioned Piamps gave up a run. Just Barnes caught up to a high slider from Piamps, just one that he would want lower. Uh, just missed his spot with it, and he snuck it into the seats. That was that's the difference. Mm-hmm. So you hear that football is a game of inches, but this game, baseball, was a game of inches. Baseball really is a game of inches. Yes. Um, and then top of the ninth, the Brewers went one, two, a Sal Freelick walk, three. Um, and then Sal Freelick was on base three times. Tyrone Taylor had two hits in that game. Um, Bill is talking about today's game. Santana, the runner in the bottom of the tenth. Yes, he made the last out in the bottom yep. of the ninth. So he is the guy at second base. Um, you could pinch run for him and then put somebody in at first base after that. I mean, you're talking about using, I don't even, who do the Brewers have that they could pinch run with? I know Rowdy Telez is there. Obviously he's not going to pinch run. Uh, Brian um, Anderson. I mean, does that, does that really benefit you that much to get Santana out of the game? And then you're looking at putting Rowdy Telez in the bottom of the 10th or the top of the 11th. Uh, at, that really. point, at, at that point, yeah. it's a horse piece. You're really, you're really looking for, for two runs in the bottom of the 10th more so than you're looking at who's going to play the top of the 11th. Yeah. That's what you should be focused on. That's exactly uh, why you use Devin Williams in the top of the ninth. All right, all right. all right, all right. Come on, Willie. So, anyway, on, buddy. Anyway, on. Dallas is up 3-0. Uh, I I saw it this morning. He's batting like 344 in a 3-0 count. So oh I I'd, I'd almost give Willie Adams a green light here. I would. I mean, you're not going to run into a double play. It's very unlikely. Ooh, that's right on the corner. That's a tough pitch. That was a nice pitch. 98 on the corner. I mean, you're yeah, painting black at 98. Yeah. Um, All you're going to do with that is pop out. Right. And I will give a shout out in this game. Shout out to the Brewers pitchers for holding the Dodgers to one run. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So we're still on. Fuck yeah, point, baby. Right up the middle. Yeah, Send them. Oh, I dropped the ball. There we go. Oh, Willie. Fuck yeah, Willie. <laughs> Baseball gods are rewarding us. Now Good we have ball. another runner in scoring Touché. position. Let's go. Touché. See, Bill heard us. Baseball gods, baby. Oh, he fucking – oh, he squared that bitch up nice. Man. Atta boy, Willie. There, oh, there man. There are very many hotter hitters in baseball. Like, oh, all no. baseball right now than Willie yeah. Adams. Dude. Oh. Oh. Yep, he's telling him, go to second, go to second. And a boy said, "Hey, Santa, show, 
Santana showed some wheels there, boy. Yeah, he's hustling. He's, he's an old man, but he was like moving. It. Dude, we had the same thought. We had the same fucking thought, dude. I love it. Love it. Now you reset the inning. Nice. Oh, good call on William Thomas in your power pair. Um, so yeah, now we're restarting. Bottom of ten. Here we go. Seven seven. This is Still for all the game. people. You just restart over. Uh, John asks, what is the score? The score is 7-7, bottom of the 10th. Willie Adamas just hit a single up the middle. The center fielder dropped the ball or kind of just overran the ball. Santana scored, so now it is 7-7, bottom of the 10th. Joey Weimer coming up looking for Mullet his power. third. Look, this could be Joey Weimer's third walk-off of the season. Oh, of Mullet course, power. now they're going to show it. Yeah. Look at me. Just, just doing Bally's job for him. Oh, you knew what was gonna happen, bro. They were they had to, right? <laughs> Come on. Come on, kid. Come on. I do think this offseason, I do think Joey Weimer is gonna work on his swing, and I think they're gonna cut out a little bit of that that he does too much, yeah. Flick, um, just that it's he's okay. focusing more on identifying the pitch than flicking his wrists. It's okay to do it a little bit, but he's going freaking nuts yeah. with that, man. Like He's going farther than Ricky Ricky Weeks used to flick his bat. Man, remember Ricky Weeks up there? He yeah, he used to flick it back and forth. <laughs> but Weimer like sees the pitch, flicks it all the way out, and then brings it back. Like he's doing he's doing too much. Like yeah. Weimer's got Weimer's got 25, 30 home run power ability. It's just gonna come down to his pitch identification and stuff like that. So Weimer's Weimer's got tons of potential still. Oh, dude, five five tool potential easily. That I'll, I'll ah. agree with you. I mean, You're if, a he can get the, if he can get the average up, we know he's a plus runner. We know he's a plus defender. Um, he's got the power, so I mean, really, he could really. I mean, just get the average up, really. Be yeah. a run producer. I could see in the future. I think if I'm thinking about everybody, right, we're thinking about, you know, the farm system and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I could see him being a really solid, like, five or six hole guy. Really solid five hitter if he, if he hits his ceiling, power, average, speed. Mm-hmm. I could see him being a five. I'm with that. Um, I mean, you're looking at you're looking at the future outfield being Weimer, Freelich, Mitchell, and Churio. With yeah. Yelich as the DH in that situation, I mean, you're looking at four guys who are going to play those three outfield positions just amazingly. Bro, we are not giving up shit in the gaps, pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be not shit. <laughs> uh, Monasterio just swung and missed at a 101. That's a top pitch to hit. Monasterio uh, so going for his second walk off. Touche. We yeah we we caught the first one two weeks ago. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, just us us live, just breaking walk-offs as they happen. Come on, Monasterio. Uh, he might be able to tag. Yeah. Oh, definitely tag on that. All right. All right. I'll take it. Man, that guy's got to be sweating his ass off. Throwing that hard. Oh, man. Fuck. All right, Bryce. Also going for his second. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> it's just like, oh, another rookie. Okay, all right. Oh, another walkoff. <laughs> yeah, another rookie, another walkoff. All but one okay. of the Brewers' walkoffs this season have been rookies. Yeah, only and the, the other one was Yelich. Yeah. yeah. 
totally makes sense, by the way. <laughs> yeah, makes tons but, of sense. But you would think that Contreras has one. You'd think. I mean, he's. I mean, the, both the catchers have some very clutch. Right, they have a bunch of dang tires. Yeah. All right, let's go, BC. Lay off that guy. Oof. You ain't catching up to that anyways. One-on-one up there, leave it alone. You got to um, be just like a second ahead of me. Oh, wow, they showed my boy Gary Mitchell. Oh, there. yeah, they did. I saw that. Dude, you know how juiced I was listening to that interview yesterday? I was like, oh, fucking cool. He's going to have a very fine line if he wants to return. And he, he knows it. He talked about it. So, mm-hmm. and he – you know he's going to put in the work. He just seems like a guy that is just super competitive, wants to win, wants to help the team, whatever it can yep. be, even if it's just base running, you know what I mean? Or just yep. base running a defense if you can't take at-bats. But yeah, he just wants to be out there. So we'll, t- we'll take a speed wherever we can. Absolutely, 100%. He would have been a, he would have been one of those guys where maybe you'd use him as um, – maybe you'd use him as that pinch runner in that top of the 10th for Santana. <sighs> Bro, a freaking four foot hit that guy scoring. That's how fast he is. Right? Infield single. Jeez. Garrett Mitchell just scored. What the fuck? <laughs> so fast. You didn't even see him round third. He's already scoring. Oh, oh. Messing with him. Messing with him. Oh, oh Willie Adama's dancing over there. Okay, okay. Could you imagine if Willie Adama stole home for the win? I don't think the people on here need to see what I would do. <laughs> I would flip. That'd be amazing. I mean, here here's the baseball situation that people need to talk about. Him at third, a wild pitch may score him. Oh, a wild pitch definitely scores him. Well, I mean, depends if like in the pumps. dirt and like the catcher blocks it, but like yeah, if you like, pitch to the backstop, he's scoring. All right, but I yeah, I know, Bill. That's what I said before. I was like, God damn. Yeah, one hundred one, one hundred two. That's. And he's he's over twenty pitches now. So he's I mean, over he's, thirty pitches now. Oh, he's pumping him in there, man. So, oh yeah, he is. He Josh, I remember watching. Josh said I remember watching Morgan steal home to beat the Dodgers. That was amazing too. The Brewers' what season did? was supposedly ended by a guy stealing home. Yeah, Bruce, safe. Woo! Another good hustle, kid. Wow. Good Wow, another walk-off by a rookie. A walk-off infield single. Wow. Bro, you literally made the joke about Mitchell scoring on an infield single. <laughs> and then we just walked it <laughs> off with the infield single. <laughs> wow. That was amazing. Let's go! Bryce Tarang, a walk-off infield single. For all the kids in the room, cover your eyes. That's for you, Minnesota. Wow. That is awesome. Another walk-off by a rookie. God. I told him to lay off the high stuff. He just kept going after it. He mm. followed a couple off up there, too. He did. It turned into a very good at-bat. It really did. He's He's been having some good at-bats. What hustle. Fucking love it. Nice. Nice. Wow. Five in a row for the boys. Five in a row for the boys. But our season was over in June, Tyler. For the boys. Bill said the baseball gods are alive and well. Hell yeah, they are, baby. 
Love to I knew see they, it. I knew they wouldn't let us die like that, Bill. I knew it. I was like, there's no way we're losing like that. I didn't, It didn't feel right in my gut. I agree, Mikey. Let's go, baby. See you in a few days, man. I hope you're ready for that. Yeah. Yeah, so as we get back into some baseball games here, um, Friday night, if you want to come see us in person, we will be live from Isaac Sports Bar. It's Friday night is going to be our live 2023 Batters Primer. Doing it in person this year, um, really just trying to capitalize on the optimism surrounding the Badgers football team this year with the new staff, new system, and all that. Um, yeah. Like said, you already know what I'm working on right now. I'm going to be finishing my notes after the show today, and, yeah. and we'll be ready yeah. to go for Friday. Friday night's going to be awesome. There's going to be tons of good information, tons of good discussion. Uh, looking at maybe having a guest or two pop up during the show. But uh, we will – let's uh, – now that we kind of got those Dodgers games out of the way and we had the Brewers win today to soften those a little bit, um, yes. we can uh, we can get into this, this Rangers series. So going from sweeping the White Sox to sweeping the Dodgers and then going into a series with the Rangers, it did feel – a little bit, um, a little bit like the the season kind of hung in the balance going into this Texas series. Like we need to take, we need to take at least one of these games. Yeah, we cannot get swept by the Rangers. Yeah, if we can take two out of three, that'd be great. And then we'll come home and we'll regroup. Mm-hmm. So the Brewers started off with Game One. What stood out to you from Game One of that Rangers series? Well, the offense was alive and well after mm. what seemed was dead in LA. They they left all the demons in LA because ever since that that third and final game, which Tyler and I talked about last week, is still really stupid that they had to play three night games and then fly to Texas. Uh huh. What kind of shit is that? I don't know what the hell's going on there. But you know, you fast forward to this this first Rangers game, the offense was humming. Fourteen hits, four walks, so we had eighteen players on base and nine the baseball. We scored nine runs. Santana had three RBIs. Canna, your boy, had two RBIs. Adamas with an RBI. He, he's up to 52 now on the year. Contreras with three. He's up to 57 on the year. And Santana blasted a home run, a big boy home run. Mm-hmm. Could have had two. He could have. Just missed one. Um, yep. Woodruff, five and a third, three hits, two walks, four earned runs, four Ks. You know – we're going to get to the ninth, and I'm going to wait for the breakdown because what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what, the, what the actual fuck? But I do actually have some thoughts, some positive thoughts, that, and maybe some constructive criticism for counsel. Not like I'm saying anything bad because he's been phenomenal this year, in my opinion, mm-hmm. with everything that's happened. But uh, Uribe was good in this one. Uh, Paguero was really good. Milner always good. Love Milner. I would, I literally would be so sad if Hobie Milner left. Kind of like if Brent, like when Brent Suter left this yeah. year. Yeah. I would be really sad again if we lost a guy like Hobie Milner. He's tremendous, and his wife is always on the TV when they do like the the stuff for the kids or the giveaways yep. at the game. Brewers like, wives. Yeah. Hobie Milner's family just seems phenomenal, so I just want to keep them in Milwaukee because they're they just seem like good people, you know. So he's like. Um, He's similar to like Pat Connaughton for the Bucks, where he's like a guy that people don't talk about, like how important he actually is. Yeah, I that I agree with that a, a lot. Actually, Pat Connaughton's a great dude. He's exactly very down to earth. Doesn't 
doesn't act like he's better than anybody, but he Appreciate still does 44 inches in the air. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, so, top of the first, Christian Yelich had a leadoff single. He was stranded. Bottom of the first, um, the Rangers did get a leadoff walk. All He got him around to third base. He did not score. Top of the yep. second, Willie Adamas led off with a single. Bryce Terang followed with a two-out single. Both were stranded. Um, bottom of the second, it took Woodruff 25 pitches to get through a 1-2-3 inning. I think that's that's really what shortened his outing a little bit uh, compared to his last two. Mm-hmm. But top of the third, Christian Yelich, opposite field double, followed by William Contreras double to left mm-hmm. center, and the Brewers were up one to nothing, off and running. Um, Mark Canna with a 2-0 double, the third double of the inning. Um, made the game two to nothing. Canna on a hit and run. Brewers running a little hit and run. They've, I've seen them actually do it a handful of times in the last week, and it's it's kind of working for them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so scored on a Willie Adamas single and made the game three to nothing. Brandon Woodruff, bottom of the third inning, another one, two, three inning, this time 38 pitches. So Woodruff just racking up the pitches. You're looking at 63 pitches in two innings for Woodruff. That's that's a lot. Yikes. But no runs out of it. Top of the fourth, Bryce Terang let off of the walk. That's three out of four innings uh, that the Brewers had the leadoff guy on base. Actually, sorry, that's all four innings the Brewers had the leadoff guy on base. Next show is um, Friday, so I guess yep, we'll see you Friday there. night, yeah, be there in person, Bill. Yeah, that would be sick. Uh, both teams at one, two, three in the fifth. Um, 13 pitches only for Woodruff in the fifth inning. So definitely needed that. Mm. Uh, top of the sixth, uh, sack fly, uh, South Freelick pinch hitting for Joey Weimer had a super deep fly out. Uh, Bryce Durang had a two-out single, stole second. He was stranded. Uh, leadoff walk in the bottom of the sixth, and then a fly out. Woodruff was done at 92 pitches. Elvis Pabero came in. A single allowed the go-ahead run in, made the game 4-3. to three. Got to second, and then got to third in a wild pitch, and that was it. Top of the second, top of the seventh, Christian Yelich led off with a walk. Uh, William Contreras hit a short fly ball into right field. And then Santana followed with a three-run home run. Big, big home run. Uh, Willie Adamas got his third hit after that. Um, bottom of the seventh, your power pitcher of the week, Abner Uribe, came in. And got a one-out single, got a double play to end the seventh. Just for a guy like Abner Uribe to be a, a power pitcher, a strikeout guy, for him to come in in a situation like that and be able to get a double play to get out of an inning, similar to what Del, like uh, Elvis Paguero did today, having the leadoff mm-hmm. walk to Correa and then getting that ground ball to get that double play to get two outs quickly, that's that's a big that's a big maturity thing, in my opinion, is being a guy who's like known for strikeouts but being able to get a ground ball when you absolutely need one. Mm-hmm. So credit to Abner Uribe for that. Um, top of the top of the eighth, Bryce Terang had a one-out single. He was three for three up to this point in the game. Um, Tyrone Taylor followed with a double. Christian Yelich followed with an intentional walk. And then William Contreras, uh, a two-run single to center to make the game eight to four. Imagine intentionally walking Christian Yelich to get to William Contreras. Dude, we were literally talking about that because we were watching it together. <laughs> Because we were doing our draft, right? Remember that? So like, and we were both. We we're just like, why? Why are you trying to get to William Contreras on purpose? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like, I get that. I get that first base was open, and you're looking at Christian Yelich, who's a very good hitter. But I mean, you're looking at the Brewers' number one and number two guys. 
I mean, I guess you're just thinking you don't have to face William Contreras in the next inning, but I'd rather face him with nobody on base leading off an inning than facing him with guys on base and then having him hit a two-run single to put the game further out of reach. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand that decision either. I mean, you're you're I mean, you're, you're giving yourself a force out. I get it, but I don't know. I would play also forcing yourself to deal with one of the Brewers' best hitters with runners in scoring position. Agreed. Uh, Santana followed with a walk, and then Mark Canna, good hustle to beat out uh, a double play because it was a fielder's choice that did score a run that made the game nine to four. Bottom of the eighth, a nine pitch, one, two, three inning for Hobie Milner. Uh, Brewers went one, two, three in the top of the ninth. And then the bottom of the ninth, Andrew Chafin came in, gave up a leadoff walk and a double, made the game nine to five. All right, whatever, regroup, start over. Um, made the game nine to five on a ground out. And then another double made the game nine to six, and Devin Williams is in. I just like I get, I get that you go with Chafin in this situation because you're 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 playing with a five run lead. I literally saw people saying, "Why don't you just bring in Devin Williams at the beginning of the inning?" I actually agree with that. Here's I why: I do not agree with that at Here, all. Here's why. Here's why. Hold on. He had he didn't pitch for a couple days. It now, would have been four days. Okay, but. You need to pitch every four or five days as a closer. You need to stay sharp on your tools. So that is my constructive criticism is every once in a while, it's okay to use them in these situations. I think so. I I think that they should have brought – I mean, because look at Williams when he came in, man. He looked rusty. He looked – he was not as sharp as he usually is. If it was, say, the third game of the series and not the first game, then I would agree with you. Yeah, but he could pitch three days in a row. He just had he just had four days off, right? He's three pitched three days. Pushing in. It. You're pushing it with three days in a row. He's pitched three days in a row this year before. Once. He's still done it. I'm just saying. That's, I would that's, that's not an envelope that I want to push if I don't have to. I mean, I get it. I'm not trying to do that either. But and again, we're in a situation where this is the first game of a series against a really good team. If this yeah. was the first game of a series against the Royals and you're planning on winning games where you're not in save situations, I could see it. But you're in the first game of a series with the Rangers. Like, you know these games are going to be close. That's fair. I mean, they weren't really close. Right. But. but, I mean, like, you're expecting these games to be close because the Rangers yeah. can put up a bunch of runs at any time yeah. like they did in this game. Right. And, we're yeah, they put up a lot of runs in a hurry. In a that. hurry. Absolutely. This game, this game got real scary. Um, So... Uh, I mean, a wild pitch got the runner to third with one out. Um, did get a ground out, made the game nine to eight. Let the tying run get too close. But Andre Monasterio made a nice play on the ground out to keep that ball from getting through the infield. And then Seeger flies out to the deepest part of center field to end this game, and collectively we were all able to exhale. And it was actually a nice catch by uh, by Frelick out there too. Yep, so Frelick, yeah, yeah, nice catch. So uh, he had to jump for it because he is five foot nine. Yeah. So real uh, quick before we move on, <laughs> yeah, um, we had three players with three hits: Terang, Adamas, and Contreras. We had, mm. we had one player with two hits, Yelly, and we had three players with one hit: Canna, Santana, and Taylor. So seven players got a hit in this game. So the offense was just like um, a factory line, <laughs> one after yeah. another. Yeah, the difference between center fielders when you're looking at South Freelick out there versus Joey Weimer is seven inches. That's quite a so, bit. 
Looks a little bit different. Yeah, it does. All right, let's go to game two. This was the game that Freddie Peralta started. Uh, Rowdy Telez back to this game, uh, mm-hmm. back to the team for this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Top of the first inning, Carlos Santana makes it back-to-back days with a home run. Started out with a two-out solo shot. That was his fourth home run in the last six games. So yeah. took him a little while to get going, and he still had some unlucky at-bats, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But he's hitting dingers. Yep. Um. Sal Freelich and Willie Adamas both had singles after that, but no more runs for the Brewers. Uh, bottom of the first, Freddie Peralta, one, two, three inning with two strikeouts. Brewers went one, two, three in the top of the second. Bottom of the second, Freddie Peralta strikes out the side, one on a fastball, one on a slider, and then another one on the fastball. Dude, his slider was f- fucking gross, dude. Mm. It Freddy was gross. Peralta's off-speed stuff this game was nasty. And it was on national TV, so people got a people got a taste of our third best starting pitcher. That's our third best. <laughs> Just struck out eleven guys in five and two thirds. No big I guess deal. One, I guess one of the best offenses in baseball. So I mean, whatever. Oh man, that's nasty. <laughs> um, top of the third, Santana drew a two out walk. Sal Freelich took advantage of some defensive positioning, bunted for a single. And then William Willie Adamas delivers an RBI single, made the game two to zero. Bottom of the third, a leadoff walk and a single gave the Rangers first and third with nobody out. Um, a hard grounder on a fielder's choice got the got the Rangers a run, but the Brewers did get the lead runner out. Um, so the game two to one. Freddie Peralta followed with a strikeout and then a pair of walks, loaded the bases, and Freddie Peralta gets a pop out to end the inning. Um, a forty pitch. Inning for Freddie Peralta. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So, so again, it's talked about Woodruff the day the game before having some long innings that shortened his start. It's the same thing for Freddie Peralta this game. A 40-pitch inning is going to take him from six and two-thirds to five and two-thirds. Yep. Um, could be seven if he gets out of there quicker, you know? Right. Touche. Top of the fourth, Tyrone Taylor had a two-out single. That was the Brewers' sixth two-out base runner so far in this game. And I have the total for the series. So after we talk about the third game, I'll, I'll tell you how many two-out base runners the Brewers had. A lot. Spoiler alert, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, bottom of the fourth, Freddie Peralta got a looking strikeout, gave up a single, and then got a pop-out and another strikeout looking 97 miles an hour on the corner. Just... Freddie Peralta just absolutely dealing in this game. Just dealing strikeouts. With the gas, boy. Dude, like I got I got a graphic idea for Freddie Peralta that I'll 
I'm gonna I'm gonna save the details for, but I, I it's gonna be funny. Okay. Um, bottom of the fifth, Freddie Peralta got another strikeout looking on the fastball, got a ground out, and then a swinging strikeout on a curveball. Top of the six, William Adams put the Brewers ahead with a leadoff solo shot on a three-two count. Uh, Canna came in to pinch hit, ripped a double to left center field right away. Monasterio followed with a single that made the game four to one. Um, bottom of the sixth, a leadoff single, a strikeout by Freddie Peralta, his eleventh. And then a pop-up, and Freddie Peralta's day was done at 109 pitches. Yep, new season high. Yeah, so Freddie Peralta getting that little bit of a longer leash, he's he's really earned it, the the longer leash to go over 100 pitches and not be pulled, you know, like closer to the 90 to 95 range. Well, on top of that, like you said, you know, after the Dodgers series, the season was kind of felt like it was, in, you know, teetering a little, a little shaky. You got to think about how many starts these guys really have left in this year. So you got to give them a little bit longer leash, especially when they're their guys love Freddie's, you know, talent level, Burns, Woody. I mean, yep. Woody, obviously, you're going to still have to be cautious with because he just came back not that long right. ago. But, Restarts. you know, you get to you get into, you know, mid late September and he you say he's, he says he feels like he's in midseason form. You let him throw 100 pitches. Yep. So Milner came in, got the ground out to end the sixth inning. Top of the seventh, uh, William Contreras hits a blooper into right field, hustles into make it a double. Santana follows with a double, makes the game five to one. Uh, Weimer was pinch hitting, had a deep fly out, similar to the um, the fly out that Seager had the day before to end the game. Mm -hmm. um, Santana did get to third on it. Willie Domus drew a walk, and that was it for the Brewers in the top of the seventh. Bottom of the seventh, a leadoff walk, no damage. Back-to-back -back strikeouts for Milner. Uh, Uribe came in and struck out Simeon, who actually at the time was second in the AL in hits. He's third now because Julio Rodriguez is on an absolute tear. But yeah, he, he just decided to get four hits every fucking day. What yeah. the hell is that? 17 hits in four games for Julio Rodriguez is uncalled that's, for. That's really dumb. <laughs> that's like stupid dumb good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at the time, Simeon was number two. Even now, he's number three in the American League in hits and came in for a rookie and just came in and struck him out. Yeah. I mean, so, that's what he does, dude. Seriously. Abner Uribe feels no pressure. No. He uh -huh. no pressure. How about that? <laughs> Top of the eighth, Tyrone Taylor, another two-out single. That was it. Bottom of the eighth, Yoel Piams back in, a little bit of redemption. Uh, had a leadoff reach on error, and then strikeout, strikeout, line out. So Piams still no runs, even though he needed to get four outs in the inning. Uh, top of the ninth, Joey Weimer had a two-out single. Willie Adamas followed with a single. Canna followed with a single. Made the game six to one. Uh, and Trevor McGill pitched a one-two-three ninth. So, I mean, the Brewers, <laughs> Brewers did great. Um, Willie Adamas, four hits and a walk. All of them came with two strikes. Yeah, one of those hits was a home run. So I like that. Um, Freddie Peralta, I mentioned the five and two thirds and the 11 strikeouts. He only gave up four hits, also had two walks, just the one earned run. Just, I mean, what else do you want from Freddie Peralta except maybe a little bit more of longevity? But I mean, you talk about that 40 pitch, um, the bottom of the third. Other than that, I mean, Freddie Peralta was fantastic. I mean, he's shutting him down for almost six innings. That's that's two thirds of the ball game. One, again, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but the Rangers are pretty damn good this year. Two-thirds of their um, all-time strikeouts. Yeah. Um, he was he was dealing, dude, and he was shutting them down. 
And it was really nice. Love Dontrell Willis on FS1, by the way. He is. Yeah. I think he's good really call. good on there. Good call. Um, Former Brewer Dontrell Willis. Um, he just he's just good, dude. Um, yeah. He's just, like he it. just sounds smart. He he brings good energy. Yeah. Um, he's not he's not over the top with it where it seems like he's trying. I just think that he's good at his job, and it was good. really nice. He's to, really impartial too. Yeah, it, it was nice to listen to him talk good about the Brewers and Peralta for a little while, man. And yeah, um, good call really, really putting some perspective uh, for some of the fans that think what they know what they're talking about or they're trolling. It's like, I don't want to have that trolling conversation. Is a, trolling is just a waste of everybody's it's time. It's so stupid. So, so stupid. And I like I said, very last, about trash talk, but like I said last week, it's it's just like, it's a waste of time, waste of energy. And it's yep. like, People always use it as a crutch for when they don't know something. Oh, I was just trolling. Like, listen, man, at this point, I just think you're stupid. So I'm just going to go with that. Yep. It's going to be the <laughs> um, default. Yeah. So Dontrell Willis was fantastic. Um, the thing that Football. really stuck out to me, I guess, uh, was all the two out success. And I was a little upset at you for taking my taking my, my thunder in this one because I was ready for this one. But um no, Santana was fantastic. He had a double and a home run in the in this game. Uh, his home run, obviously, you said came on, came with two outs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canna delivered with two outs, and Adamas delivered with two outs and also had a home run. He was on base a bunch. This is this is the series where Adamas. I don't know what it was, but the Texas Heat, or I don't know. You know, they say everything's bigger in Texas, so maybe the baseball started looking bigger to Willie Adamas in Texas. I'm not really All sure, right. but I'm with that. Um, that that's what happened. Um, adding into the doubles, I already said Santana, he got his 26th, Canna got his 20th, and Contreras got his 29th double of the season. So nice. The Brewers offense again, just hitting. And we were talking about it on Friday, and I forgot to bring it up, but the field looked like it played fast, man. Dude, it looked like they're playing on sand or like just it, watery grass. Like it was weird. You know, yeah, because when it when it hits the outfield, you see all this stuff like fly a up in the air. Of, of whatever that is. You're like, what in the hell? I, I, I should I should have Googled that, man, and, and looked up what, what's on their field. I should have asked Vinny Rotino is what I should have done. Yeah, that's, that's true. But that is – that field plays fast, and it was playing to the Brewers' hand. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, I got to go first once in a while when we get some of these games. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> All right. I'll go back to you for game three. You go first for game three. What's that out to you from that game? Oh, another Adrian Hauser just – Five innings mm. of shut the hell up because you guys don't know what you're talking about baseball. So just tremendous yeah. stuff. Again, we we talked about this how many times you were the first one to bring it up. But Adrian Hauser, five innings, six hits. People are gonna look at that six hits and be like, he gives us so many hits. That that's literally his game. Like yes, literally his the game. Ball is going to be put in play against him. He pitches for contact. Yeah. So he gives up the six hits. He only has the one walk. He's been yep. really, really good with his command this year. So I want to give mm-hmm. him credit for that. One earned run in seven Ks. When the hell did he become a strikeout pitcher? Dude, I don't know. Like, I don't I'm, know. Try, I'm trying to talk about the Braves. Let's fuck like the yeah. Braves. That's he how he did, became a strikeout pitcher. He had 10 Ks against the Braves. And then he goes on the road against the Rangers, just like, yeah, I'm going to strike seven of you. Out. I'm gonna, yeah, so I'm just going to, you know, 17 strikeouts in two outings against the Braves and the Rangers. And you know what? He actually had his outing against the, the Dodgers kind of got overlooked because of the, the big inning that happened. But right. he was freaking painting corners in that one, too, dude. Mm-hmm. He, the first three innings, I think he was no hit. Yeah, he was painting corners with that sinker, dude. Yeah, one, two, he was three, on the one, pitch two, ninja. Three. 
one, two, three. Yeah, nine up, nine down for the first three innings of that Dodgers game last Wednesday. Yeah, that game last Wednesday was boring the first three innings, and I tried to stay up to yeah. watch it, and it, it felt like it was midnight at 9 o'clock, so I was so goddamn tired. <laughs> but um, fast forward here, Santana, Yelly, Taylor, he had a two-run double. Adamas and Telez all get RBIs in this game. I talked to you about Taylor's double, his seventh of the year. Yelly got his 29th double of the year, and Taylor got his first triple of the year. Mm. So as soon as you're done with your breakdown, I'm going to go over a little breakdown of the Brewers' offense versus the Dodgers and the Brewers' offense in three games against the Rangers. Jack said, as a Brewers fan, I don't think we'll win any games between August 28th and the 30th. So you're looking at the Cubs series? You don't think we're winning any games against the Cubs? You think we're going to get swept? I'm going to going to strongly disagree. I mean, do, do you want to bet right now? Because, like, <laughs> I'm, like, down to bet. Oh, Reds are up 4-3. They'll blow it. Don't worry. Come they on, have, Isaac. They have a shitty bullpen. Although – Last time I talked to you, we were talking about your bullpen, and it was kind of poopy. Okay. All right. So I will say, listening to you kind of break some of these games down and bring up the totals, the Brewers don't hit a lot of home runs, but it feels like they hit a shit ton of doubles. They hit a lot of doubles, dude. We hit – we get hard contact. Um, I'd be interested to see where the Brewers rank – for home runs and doubles. I know home runs are in the bottom half, but I'd be interested to see where they are for doubles. I'll see if I can find it while you, you okay. break it down here. So we get to Rangers game three. Brewers are already up 2 nothing in the series, and we're lining up Max Scherzer versus Adrian Hauser. So it's like, all right, what are we going to get from this game? Mm-hmm. Um, Adrian Hauser outperforming Max Scherzer is what we got. And, and credit to the Brewers hitters for this game. So – Top of the first, the Brewers went one, two, three. Uh, bottom of the first, the Rangers got two up the middle singles with one out, and then a fly out and a pop out. So good work by Adrian Hauser to get through that inning. Top of the second, uh, Rowdy Telez drew a one out walk. That was it. Bottom of the second, Adrian Hauser gets a strikeout, a walk, and then a strikeout and a strikeout. Just Adrian Hauser striking out the side with a walk in the middle. That's weird, but I'll take it every time. Top of the third, Tyrone Taylor had a one-out walk. Christian Yelich followed with a single. Ocano walk, loaded the bases. Santana struck out. Willie Adamas got hit by a pitch for a one nothing lead for the Brewers. Now, this is really weird. Max Scherzer's been in the league for, what, like 10, 12 years? Fucking 100 years, it seems like, but yeah. That was the first time Max Scherzer has hit a batter with the bases loaded in his career. What? That's actually baseball. pretty crazy. That's yeah, hey, baseball, right? <laughs> that's pretty crazy, actually. That is that's just a weird thing, but if it can happen, it'll happen in a baseball game at some point. That is true. <laughs> Followed it up. Um Rowdy Telez drew another walk, made the game two to nothing. Andre Monasterio, a really, really good at bat against Scherzer. Um, Andre Monasterio did pop up. But it, I don't remember how many pitches were in that at bat. But Max Scherzer threw 42 pitches in the top of the third inning. Yeah, That's, he looked, he looked dude. gassed, dude. Yeah, and he was pissed, too. 
Well, at himself, but I cannot believe that they let they left him in there, dude. Well, they the Brewers rattled Max Scherzer with that inning, even though they only scored two runs. Max Scherzer was rattled by that inning. Oh yeah, and he's a guy where like you're not gonna get him like like nervous, frantic, but if you can get him pissed off, like you can get him to tilt. Yeah, I agree. So bottom of the third, Seager hit a solo shot with one out, made the game two to one. Um, a double on the left field line, and then a pop-up and a ground out ended the third. Top of the fourth, Bryce Durang, another nice at-bat. He's really – his plate discipline has massively improved. Um, Isaac, yes, that is the game. He yelled at the ump over a call. Um, but Bryce Durang, his plate discipline since coming back from AAA has been very, very, very good. Yes, it has. Um, he did fly out, but it was an 11 pitch at bat for Bryce Durang against Max Scherzer. Uh, Tyrone Taylor followed with a double. Christian Yelich followed with another double, made the game three to one. Scherzer up to 99 pitches and out of the game in the fourth inning. Max Scherzer went three and a third innings, and the Brewers chased him. That's I'm talking about the Brewers not swinging at the first pitch a lot, which is something we have talked about. Mm-hmm. But if you can chase Max Scherzer out of a game after three and a third innings, like do that. Yeah, I mean that's it, it works in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, and it did. Um, mm-hmm. Bottom of the fourth, a one out single. Hauser responds with a strikeout, looking on a slider, and then another strikeout to end the fourth inning. Top of the fifth, Rowdy Telez drew his third walk of the game and was stranded. Uh, bottom of the fifth, a leadoff single, a great catch by Santa by Canna on a Seager hit to the gap. And then Hauser's seventh strikeout and a lineout combined for a scoreless fifth. Hauser was done at 82 pitches. Now, this is a situation where you might be saying, oh, you're pulling Hauser too early. He's only pitched five innings. He's only at 82 pitches. Why are you pulling Hauser now? First thing, Brewers head off Monday. You can afford to use the bullpen a little extra. And it's just, when you're going against a team like the Rangers, if you don't have to use your starter the third time through the order, you don't want to have to. Um, especially like one of the back end guys like Hauser. If it's Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, you're much more willing to let them do that third time through the order. But if it's Wade Miley or Adrian Hauser, those are the guys you usually want to pull through the second time of the order. So Adrian Hauser gave you five innings of one run ball. You take the ball from him, you say thank you, and you turn it over to the bullpen. True. Uh, top of the six, Victor Caratini reached on an error. It was a hard hit ball. I actually thought it might get ruled as a single, but. Tyrone Taylor followed a smoked ball to left center, the deepest part of the deepest part of the, the ballpark for a flyout. Mm-hmm. Um, bottom of six, Trevor McGill. So he pitched the ninth of a five-run game the day before, um, and now pitching in the sixth in this game. And he strikeout, a pop out, and a ground out. Andre Monasterio made a nice backhanded play to end the sixth inning. Um, top of the seventh, Mark Canadrew leadoff walk. Willie Adamas hit a a hot grounder at the third baseman reached on the error. Those two were stranded. Bottom of the seventh, a leadoff single and a pop out for McGill. And then Elvis Guerrero came in, struck out Simeon, ended the inning. Top of the eighth, Victor Caratini let up a single. Price Terang followed with a single. And then Tyrone Taylor worked that triple that you brought up, made the game five to one. Santana followed with a single, made the game six to one. Uh, the Brewers put three runs on the Rangers closer, Will Smith. That's former Brewer, Will Smith who was mm-hmm. pretty good for the Brewers, and he was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, bottom of the eighth, a leadoff walk, and then one, two, three. And then bottom of the ninth, um, a leadoff infield single and an error. 
um, had a man on second base, and then ground out, ground out, made the game six to two, another error, and a walk, and then Devin Williams had to come in again. Uh, Christian Yelich made a sliding catch to end the game. Now, handful of things from this game. Mm-hmm. Um, mentioned Adrian Hauser already. Um, Sal Freelich was scratched from this game with hamstring tightness. He still hasn't come back from that yet. Uh, he did have an MRI today. They did say he's day-to-day, so like not anything super worrying about Sal Freelich. Um, next thing. Brewers' first sweep in Texas since 1987. I that one, too. That's a good one. I like that. All right, you ready for the, the base runners, the two old base runners? Yes, and then I'm going to give you Brewers' offense perspective, and I, ha- I found the double stat. Okay, sweet. You want to do the doubles first, and then I'll go? Yeah, so I got two things for the doubles. First, yeah. I wanted to see total. So they're actually 14th in the NL in, in doubles, most doubles, which is shocking. But 14th in NL? Yeah, 14th out of 15. So they're second least. Weird. Yeah, yeah. but like then, then I looked it up since the All-Star break. We're 15th. So we're middle of the road. We're improving. We're hitting mm-hmm. for more power, more people on base. So That's 15th in all of baseball since the All-Star All of baseball. That one's 15th okay. all of baseball. So that right. one, that one, it feels like a little bit more respectful. Um, I, I could look it up. and I, could I mean, any offensive staff, the Brewers are in the middle of the pack. They're doing good enough to win baseball games, clearly, because they're winning baseball games. So let me let me you you go over your stat and I'll count. Okay, well, I want to get your reaction to this stat because it's it's a very interesting stat if I say so myself. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, three games against the Rangers, the Brewers had 16 two out base runners. Damn, that's actually a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Holy shit. 16 two out base runners in three games. That's frustrating for the for the Rangers, dude. Bro, I'd be pissed if that's I was any of their pitchers. And then and then you're wondering why these in and you know that's the thing. We were we were joking around the baseball gods, right? But yeah. when you piss off the baseball gods by not getting the third out when you should, you know, giving up a walk or or a stupid little flare hit. Those are the ones that always score for some reason. Like why? Why is that? Everybody, everybody thinks looks at strikeouts and home runs, and I get it. Those are the cool highlights, but right. You no, know, those are the ones that come and they really bite you in the ass. That's how you get swept. True. At home. Isaac said, "Story of the Angels' life." Um, I mean, you want to talk about the baseball gods? I mean, the Brewers got their fourth consecutive win last night against the Twins. You know what last night also was? What was that? It's Brewers' 69th win of the season. It was. So hold on, hold on. Before we before we go, I want okay. to give a little perspective here. All right. So the Brewers in three games versus the NL West leading Dodgers, right? Uh, yeah. Dodgers are pretty good. Um, they had three runs, ten hits. They were 0 for 10 with runners in scoring position, and they only had six walks as a team. That's not great. That's rough. I'd like to have all um, things in one game. Yeah, all right. Uh, three games versus the AL West leading Rangers. 21 runs, 36 hits, 13 for 31 runners in scoring position, and 13 walks. Damn. And then you add in your stat of 16 to a – Yeah. That's th- – we whooped their ass. Oh. We whooped their ass, dude, seriously. I mean, at that point, like – 
if that if that series doesn't prove that you can hang with the best in baseball just for a series, I don't I don't really know what does. Okay, and then on top of that, if that doesn't prove that, like, just get me into the playoffs and you got a goddamn chance, hello? And I was talking to some dude today, and he was like, oh, we can't compete with the Dodgers and the Braves. And I'm like, yes, we can. And he's like, no, we can't. I'm like, dude, we literally just beat the shit out of the Rangers. And he was like, they're not in the NL. I'm like, that doesn't matter. They're one of the best teams in baseball. Yeah. And we were in their house. Yeah, that's that's a big thing of it too is doing it on the road because like what whatever second round series the Brewers end up in, they're gonna have to go on the road. Yeah, they're gonna. Uh, well, you know, here's a spoiler alert: that Keith, uh, my baseball guy at work, if you're watching, hi Keith. He's he thinks that the Brewers are gonna end with the the fourth best record in baseball. I mean, he's you been- brought up what the Brewers. What sixteen of their last twenty eight games are teams under five hundred? Under five hundred. So we have a chance to go on a massive run, just get absolutely unconsciously on and fire. We're, I mean, we're heading into Craig Timber too. I mean, and with five wins in a row right now, as we're sitting, I mean, the I love the yeah, position like that, that we're in right now. I agree with you. I'm with you on that. On to um, the football season. Isaac yes. said updates seven to three on the football season. Isaac, you need to follow. Uh, his name on Twitter is like the football guru film room or whatever. But dude, he did a he did a Jordan Love breakdown the other day. Chef's kiss. Dan Orlovsky did a really good one on on Jordan yes, Love. Yes, he did. As well. Oh, dude. And then, not to get too much Packers, but a bunch of people were talking about Jordan Love after that preseason game. Man, mm-hmm. everybody everybody's getting on the hype train. Dude, we're getting to it. Like next Friday, we have our next Packers show. Um, yeah. So that will be will be rock and roll actually next week next week friday we start with our packers preseason recap yeah every friday for the rest of the year that'll be my last wisco fanatic show as a 30 year old ha <laughs> you old fuck nah it's gotta <laughs> happen right it's all right happen. let's let's get to last night's game the brewers 69th win of the season nice nice <laughs> so wade miley was a little bit better in this one in my opinion uh, five innings, five hits, one walk, 300 runs, four Ks. I mean, that is what you expect from a Wade Miley. Very solid. Um, four or five starter, you can you can deal with that, especially the yep. way that the offense has been hitting lately. Uh, Wilson was also fantastic. Really nice to see him get going again. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Hobie Milner. Uh, McGill, again. Uh, McGill, you know, now that I'm really thinking about it, he really could have been a power pitcher this week. He was pretty damn good. Definitely could have been an underrated performer also. Yeah, and he's a guy that has had a kind of a rocky season getting sent up and down from AAA yep. to the majors, and uh, he's given up some big innings, but he's also had some big-time innings as well, some big-time moments. So shout-out to uh, Trevor McGill here. For sure. Uh, RBIs, your guy, as you said, was an RBI machine this week, and, mm-hmm. and Mark Canna was absolutely that. Tyrone Taylor is scorching the baseball, hitting like 500 this last week. Willie Adamas also he's hitting like 400 this week, and this was with two outs. Crushed a home run in the first inning, and me and Aiden are just getting home for football practice. I turned it on on my phone real quick, so I was like, "Ah, oh, I gotta wait for the TV to load." So I'm gonna watch it on my phone until I get it on the TV. And all of a sudden, I think it was like the the second or third pitch. Me and Aiden go, "Oh, let's go!" Because you could tell right off the bat the angle, like that thing was absolutely mashed. Love seeing Willie hit the baseball. Written right there, knew it off the bat. Yeah, he did. You could tell right away. And my stepson doesn't 
he doesn't sit and watch a lot of baseball because baseball is hard for a 10 year old to sit through, right? Right. But he was like, oh my God, I just saw a home run. Like he was geeked off that the rest of the day. So that my was kids awesome. do the same thing. They get super hyped for home runs. <laughs> um, Brian Anderson with two two big RBIs that added insurance late in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go through that in the breakdown. And Bryce Trang with, a, with an RBI. That guy is just, he feels like a glue guy to me. I don't know why, but Bryce Trang feels like a glue guy. I'll say if, let's just say that Colton Wong had played the way that Bryce Terang is playing this year, mm-hmm. we'd be super happy about it. Oh, 100%. And Bryce yep. Terang is doing it as a rookie. Like, all things considered, like, Bryce Terang has really truly been fantastic this season. Yeah, talk like, about a guy that literally put his head down and went to work. His his send down and following call back up. Like, yeah. Like I said, I just said it in the, in the third game of the Rangers series. Since Bryce Terang was called back up, he's been very, very good. Yes. So, one more stat before you get into the breakdown. Mm-hmm. After this game, the Brewers – in the in runners in scoring position, the last four, including the, the Ranger series and the first game against the Twins, they were 17 of 39. That is a 436 batting average, runners mm. in scoring position. Yikes. Love it. <laughs> uh if the if the Brewers can sustain the way that their offense has been mm-hmm. like over the last like five days, but like over the last couple of weeks in general. Yeah. I mean, Good. the fourth best record in the NL doesn't sound not doable. It really doesn't. It's it sounds com- completely you know reasonable. Reasonable. And yeah. I'll say this: if this offense is hitting like this, I don't care where they're playing with it, this it, pitching. And that's the thing is like people brought up you know oh, the Brewers can't hang with the Braves, the Dodgers. They didn't have their their starters lined up the way they would have wanted to. Like exactly. yes, Corbin Burns pitched the third game of the Dodgers series, but he showed that it doesn't matter. Like he pitched seven innings of one run ball or zero. Actually, no, he didn't give up any runs. Yeah, we literally run lost the game came off amps. Yeah. yeah, we literally lost one to zero. Like, yeah, but you know, Julio Tehran, Adrian Hauser, and Colin Ray pitch against the Braves, and it's oh, we can't hang with the Braves. Like, if we're going into a playoff series, we're going to have Burns, Woodruff, Peralta lined up against them. And if you ask me, I'm taking I'm taking that three almost over almost any three in any other roster. I mean, it's it's hard to say no to that right now with your war stat that you said earlier, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard yeah. to say no to that. Peralta, Peralta, and Burns both in the top half in war in the second half for pitchers. Yeah. Yep. All right. So top of the first, uh, Wade Miley got a one-two-three inning with two strikeouts. Bottom of the first, Brewers off and running. William Contreras got a one-out walk. Willie Adamas with a two-strike, two-out, two-run home run. Mm. All the twos. And it was also number 20. Um, You mentioned it, and I said it. It's in my notes. He knew it off the bat. 103.5 miles an hour off the bat for Willie Adamas. Um, Mark Cannon did draw a walk to follow that, but was stranded there. Top of the second, a single and a home run with two outs tied the game. Um, Just the the four-seam fastball for Wade Miley, too, too close to the middle. So it was in the middle third of the plate. Uh, Wade Miley is going to want that that fastball either up or down. Mm-hmm. Just caught it in the middle, and um, I don't even remember who hit it. I think it was it might have been Vasquez. Hit hit a two run home run to tie the game at two. Um, bottom of the second, Brewers in one two three. Top of the third, the Twins went one two three. Bottom of the third, Christian Yelich off with a double. William Contreras drew a walk. Carlos Santana just just missed hitting a two run double down the right field line. And then rounding into a double play on the next pitch was just 
that was that was a kick in the nuts to Carlos Santana by the baseball gods. <laughs> That's the trend <laughs> of this episode. To barely miss a double and then to ground into a double play. And then following that, just another kick in the nuts for the baseball gods. Willie Adonis to smoke a liner at the third baseman, and he jumps and snags out of the air. Yeah. Uh, is what it is. Um, yeah. Top of the fourth. Um, same, Basically same as the bottom of the third. A leadoff double, a walk, but a one-out single gave a run to Minnesota. Gave them a 3-2 lead. That was the final run that they would score. Yep. Yeah, it was. One more scoring for Minnesota. Uh, Wade Miley got a looking strikeout and a ground out to end that inning. Uh, bottom of the four, the Brewers at one, two, three. So an opportunity to kind of snatch back some momentum. And the Brewers, they didn't really do it yet. Top of the fifth, a leadoff infield single, no damage, one, two, three, following that. Um, bottom of the fifth, the Brewers on one, two, three again. Top of the sixth, Bryce Wilson comes in, and I'm glad you brought it up and gave him some flowers. Got a one, two, three, top of the sixth. And then the bottom of the sixth, the Brewers just completely ripped this game out of the hands of the Twins. It's like two kids going tug of war back and forth, and one kid just goes, mm, rips it away, and that's what the Brewers did with this game. Mm-hmm. So bottom of the six, William Contreras leads off with a single. Santana follows with a single. Uh, Mark Canna follows with a one-out single. So between, uh, right between the first and second baseman, by the way. So great placement by Mark Canna on that hit. Tied the game at three. Uh, Santana got to third and Canna got to second on the throw. Tyrone Taylor followed a bloop single to right field. This is baseball god justice right here for the Dodgers series. Is these kind of hits falling in. Mm. Um, And then Bryce Tarang. With the Twins infield playing in, hits one off of Correa's glove if he was two inches taller. That's an out. But baseball gods kept Correa short, and the ball <laughs> gets into the outfield, turns into a, turns into an RBI single. Um, and then Tyrone Taylor running on the pitch. Uh, gets a hit and run. He gets the third base on the next hit. Made the game 5-3. to three. Um, Bryce Durang stole second and then Brian Anderson, a much needed two RBI single that had to just, that had to just feel so good for Brian Anderson to be able to get that two RBI single, um, mm-hmm. just a, up the middle ground ball with the infielders in, was able to just roll it right through, um, yeah. four consecutive RBI singles by, by Tyrone Taylor, Bryce Terang. Uh, Brian Anderson and the first one by Mark Canna. So Canna, uh, Taylor, Tarang, and Brian Anderson, four in a row RBI singles. Definitely didn't see that on the uh, the old Mingle card uh, to start the year, buddy. <laughs> yeah, turn that into a five spot for the Brewers in the bottom of the sixth. Um, top of the seventh, one, two, three inning again for Bryce Wilson. He came in six up, six down. Just good work by Bryce Wilson to give those two scoreless innings. <laughs> um, baseball gods strike the Dodgers in the post seeing seeing they have one COVID ring since the 80s yeah just another another uh, throw money at the problem and see if you can win games the fact that they got Trey Turner and Max Scherzer two years ago for peanuts still just pisses me off that's still it. one of the dumbest trades I've ever seen I get it Nationals got absolutely fleeced on that they didn't okay. they got their one ring yeah Hobie Milner and yeah that was the 60 60 game season, which I'm still mad at Rob Manfred for because that was the dumbest thing ever, too. Uh, top of the eighth, Hobie Milner gave up a one out single, no damage. Uh, a nice flip by Willie Adamas to Bryce Durang to end that inning. Uh, Willie Adamas drifting towards the middle of the outfield or the middle of the, the shortstop second base gap, 
And for him to be kind of falling down to flip the ball to Bryce Durang, Bryce Durang to catch it barehanded, uh, just that. We haven't talked about this, I don't think, like all season, but the double play combo of Willie Adamas and Bryce Durang might actually be one of my favorite things about this Brewers season. Hmm. That that double play combo has been so, so good. It definitely is one of those things that we take for granted. I'll say that. We, well, I mean, like, okay, so think about it. Like, we've we've definitely defended uh, Bryce Durang and Willie Adonis' defense this mm-hmm. season a whole mm-hmm. bunch. We haven't talked about them together, though, which is kind of oh, weird yeah. that it hasn't really come up. But it's they've been fantastic together. And their chemistry, oh. you can see it. Yeah, you can. They're they're both uh, they both got a little swag on the defensive side, man. You can tell. They both, yeah. Oh man, they're both so good on defense. I'm yeah, for sure. Uh, so very fun double play combo to watch. Yep. Uh, bottom of the eighth, Joey Weimer had a one out walk. He was stranded. Uh, top of the ninth, you mentioned Trevor McGill getting the one two three inning. Mm-hmm. What I want to throw out there about McGill's one two three ninth, he had six pitches that were a hundred plus miles an hour. Bro, and he's tall as shit, so that's intimidating. He's six seven. Yeah, he's tall as shit. So <laughs> that son of a bitch is coming from way up here and a hundred. Like, good fucking luck. Um, the other thing with this game, uh, the bottom of the sixth inning, when the Brewers had all those RBI singles, mm-hmm. four of those hits were opposite field hits. Hey, hey, using the opposite field, gotta love it. Using all fields. So this game put the Brewers a season high, 12 games over 500, which they beat today. And gave them a three and a half lead in the NL Central. That was the largest lead that any team has held in the NL Central. And with the Brewers and Cubs both winning today, that remains the case. That three and a half lead that the Brewers have have is the largest lead that any team has had in the NL Central at any point this season. It's going to stay that way, too. Cubs are going to be in first place by September 1st. Nah. I mean, you're not, but it's fine. So you, you can say that. Okay, let's talk about today's game. All right, all right. What do you want to talk about? I mean, we talked about the end of the game, so let's talk about the beginning of the game. All right. So the beginning of the game. Oh, I didn't get to see much of the beginning of the game. I was at work, buddy. So you got you want me? To, you want me to just break it down? And yeah. Get, get, in? get it. Get us to like the the freaking seventh inning. That's when I was able to watch. Okay. It so top of the first, the Twins had three hits. They scored a run on a sack fly. Um, the runner got to third base because Christian Yelich bobbled the ball. He would have scored anyway on the next single. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, what I really noticed was Corbin Burns in the beginning of this game was having a hard time finding the strike zone. And then when he found it, he found too much of the strike zone. Yeah, he was in five 2-0 counts today. Um, I think it was actually six. I oh, I might have got the six. <clears throat> Bottom of the first, Christian Yelich went off with a single, stole second base. Uh, William Contreras drew a walk. Santana had a deep fly that allowed Christian Yelich to get to first or to third. Uh, Mark Canna got hit by a pitch, and then um, Andre Monasterio with a, a bases loaded for Andre Monasterio with a single made the game two to one Brewers at that point. Um, he was out at second, but the run scored before he was tagged out. Top of the second, Burns much sharper, a one two three second inning. Bottom of the second, Tyrone Taylor another double. So. I thought it was funny that the dude was chirping me about Tyron Taylor, his last four hits being singles, and then he just rips like six extra base hits out of his next seven hits. <laughs> just a shit ton of doubles and a triple. Uh, but Christian Yelich struck out with him on second base after a really bad strike two call. There was some really bad 
flowing outside strikes called in today's game. Yeah, Some that's, really bad ones. That's what they were talking about. And then Burns was kind of getting pinched a little bit there. He, and Burns wasn't getting the same calls that Maeda was getting. He got I, to my knowledge from what I was observing. It was Maeda got about three or four of those low outside strikes, and I only saw Burns get one. We'll have to see the uh, the ump scorecard here. It's not going to be good. Uh, I think they have. Nor do I think it's going to be consistent. It's going to just be wavy lines. It's going to look like like when you wear those beer goggles that they have you try on, so you can simulate what it's like being drunk. That's what tomorrow's umpire scorecard is going to look like. Huh. I, I, mean, oh. I agree. <laughs> um, Top of the third, a two-out single and a home run made the game 3-2 Twins. Bottom of the third, William Contreras led off with a home run to tie the game at three. Just a 36-degree launch angle, just a super high fly ball um, that the the humidity kept in the air, which was a theme of today's game. Yes, yes it was. Uh, Santana followed that up with a walk. He took some really close pitches, so a really good at-bat by Carlos Santana. And then William Adams crowned it into a double play to end the, the bottom of the third. Uh, top of the fourth, a leadoff double, 110 miles an hour off the bat, just off the tip of Christian Yelich's glove. For yeah, a dude to hit a ball 110 miles an hour and Christian Yelich to still get a glove on it, like that in itself is a little bit impressive. He didn't catch it, but, I mean, just good hustle by Yelich to even get close to that ball. Um, and that was Corbin Burns, just again, his command's just not super sharp today. Uh, he left yeah. a cutter up and the dude was just able to square it up. Yeah. Um, then a walk and ball four came on the same location of the really bad strike two call that Christian Yelich had just a half inning before. That's yeah. where I got a little bit salty at the umpiring. No, like it's literally the same pitch, exact same location, and called ball four for the Twins. That was strike two on Christian Yelich. Um, Corbin Burns did respond well though. He got a double play, and then a super high fly. Um. Gets out. It's just a tough spot for Christian or for Corbin Burns to be uh, to have two outs, to have a one-two count, and then a guy just to hit a moonshot that just sneaks over the outfield. Like it literally hit the the little like shelf that's over the fence in left field. Oh, oh! So it made like that weird rattling sound. That yeah, it made that weird like metal oh. clink sound. Like if Christian Yelich was six inches taller, he probably catches it and robs it. Oh my God! It was that close. Jesus. It was that close. Wow. Yeah. If if Christian Yelich was six eight, he's snagging that. <laughs> we need Ellie <laughs> De La Cruz out there in this left yeah. field. It's just Aaron Judge out there playing left field. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns into a, a two run home run with two outs. Um, Burns follows with a strikeout to end the inning with the Brewers down five three. Mm-hmm. Uh, bottom of the fourth, top of the fifth, bottom of the fifth. All three one two threes. We get to the top of the sixth inning. Another two-out home run for the Twins makes the game six to three. Um, and then we get to the bottom of the sixth. Carlos Santana draws a leadoff walk, and then Willie Adamas absolutely smoked a home run. Just absolutely smoked. 104 miles an hour off the bat. Got the Brewers back into the game six to five. Top mm-hmm. of seventh, Abner Uribe. This is you. You mentioned him getting a little bit of high leverage work. Being in a one-run game at home, I think, is still high leverage, even if you're down by a run. I agree. Um, for him to come in, get a ground out and two strikeouts, and to hit 103 miles an hour, damn. New fastest pitch in Brewers history. 
new fastest pitch in Brewers history. The Brewers this season have 90 pitches of 100 plus miles an hour, thanks to Abner Uribe and Trevor McGill. <laughs> and then you have guys like freaking Freddie who can just pump it up to 98 whenever he wants to. Yeah. Like, and so can Woodruff. Woodruff can throw 97, 98 too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, dude. Wow. Yeah. So, Abner Uribe, great seventh inning. Um, and then Tyrone Taylor, bottom of the seventh, just another extra base hit for Tyrone Taylor. Just, you know, no big deal. Hit him <laughs> 409 feet. Willie Adamas smoked his home run. Tyrone Taylor's was 106 miles an hour off the bat. Yeah, I think Taylor's looked better. Oh, man. Those are both beautiful home runs. Just both yeah. absolutely just smacked. Yeah, I agree. That can make the game six to six. Uh, William Contreras drew a walk. Santana had a single. And then Willie Adamas. Same thing as Christian Yelich. This pitch was probably three or four inches low and two or three inches outside and gets called a strike. Like, what an absolute fucking joke of a strike call that was. Yeah, and he was he was letting up here a little bit. Yeah. Um, struck out on the next pitch. We get to the top of the eighth. Yoel Piams comes in, gives up a two-out double, gets a strikeout to end the eighth. No runs yep. there. Bottom of the eighth, Bryce Durang gets a two-out infield single. He was stranded. A little bit of foreshadowing, maybe some deja vu there. <laughs> um, top of the ninth, Devin Williams comes in. That is still the correct thing to do to put Devin Williams into the top of the ninth. That is the correct thing to do in a tie game. You put your closer in. I don't care if you're playing for the 10th inning because you are not playing for a hypothetical 10th inning. You're playing yeah. to win in nine, not playing for a hypothetical, not guaranteed to happen 10th inning. Agreed. So I still stand by the, the putting your closer in in the top of the ninth of a tie game. I agree. You put your best pitcher in, and you get yourself a chance to win the game in the bottom of the ninth. Mm -hmm. So Devin Williams gets a four-pitch walk, a hit-by-pitch, and then a strikeout, a flyout, and a strikeout. Great work by Devin Williams to recuperate, uh, to to rebound after giving up two leadoff base runners. Yep. Bottom of the ninth, Tyrone Taylor has a great at-bat, just hits a screaming liner right at the second baseman. Just a, a really strong hit and just a, a good defensive positioning by the Twins. No, no, no ill will towards Tyrone Taylor for that. That was a great at bat. No, it was and a strong hit. Mm -hmm. uh, Christian Yelich drew a walk, stole second, got the got the winning run into scoring position. But William Contreras grounded out, and Carlos Santana struck out on a pretty ugly low breaking ball. Yeah, that was tough. Top of the tenth, Elvis Paguero, a little bit sweaty, a leadoff walk to Carlos Correa. Not a bad place to be. Like like I said, it actually during the beginning of the show, if you were watching then. Um, Walking Carlos Correa to lead off the 10th inning with first base open, not the worst situation to be in. And Paguero did his job. He got a ground ball and got a double play that that force out doesn't happen if you don't walk the leadoff batter. Yep. Uh, but another walk and then a single allowed the Twins to take a 7-6 to six lead. Bottom of the 10th, Willie Adamas hits a screaming liner right up the middle, instantly ties the game. Carlos Santana using all of his remaining horsepower to <laughs> score. To score. Um, William Adamas gets to second base, and then Joey Weimer grounds out, and then we got to see, uh, after Andre Monasterio, we got to see Bryce Terang deliver a game-winning infield single, his second infield single in the last two innings of the game. So, or sorry, that should be technically three uh, innings of the game. So great work by Bryce Terang to hustle that one out, beat it out for the single. Um Anything else you want to say about today's game that you want to add in? 
Yeah, real quick. Um, so for one, hello, my daughter is saying hi to me. Hi, baby. <laughs> um, this is the first time the Brewers have swept back-to-back series the entire season. Huh. It's a mini um, series, but it still counts. It still counts. I'll take it. Um, it is also it was also the longest and hottest game of the hottest home games of the year. Hundred degrees was the high, um, hottest game. Third highest, or sorry, third highest temperature at starting first pitch. That's the word. Third highest temperature at first pitch in Brewers history, and they included the Braves. That's pretty crazy, actually. That is insane. Um, and the longest game of the year for three hours and thirty minutes. So, um, it was a good. It was it was a classic baseball game, if you will, because the game's going a little bit faster now this season. But yeah, uh, still a great after, baseball game. Yeah, dog, dude, this was so exciting. Um, three home runs on each side, um, mm. crazy outs, infield singles where teams were taking the lead late in the game, big time pitches. I mean, this was just a tremendous yeah, baseball a game. Walk off drama. We always we have said this a few times. Not always, but we've said this a few times. The Brewers, if if nothing else. They do not play boring games. Touche. The Brewers keep you glued to the goddamn TV. <laughs> okay, eight it to was the point where it was like, like the Twins took a six-three lead off that other another two-out home run, and I'm like, oh man, I hope that's not going to be the one that breaks the streak. And when Willie Adams hits a two-run home run in the in the bottom of the next inning, and it's like, all right, we're right back in it. Like, let's get yep. the W. That and that's the power of Willie, and that's why he was my power pair. Literally the power. A, yeah, he literally is a guy that could. You know, he, one inning, one swing of the bat, he gets you right back into a baseball game. So, yeah, um, I love it. I love everything about this team. Uh, back to back days, of home runs actually by Willie Adonis. Yes, um, you have a cool stat if you want to share that about Willie. But uh, I said it earlier in the year. This team has heart. This team has guts. So they're gonna leave everything they have and and put it all on the field, and they're gonna win a ton of games. Uh, my my stat was was Freddie Peralta. Oh, you you had a Freddie stat. Okay, hold yeah. on. I, that was, that I was have, the war stat. Was the Freddie Peralta stat? But you I call have, Freddie Peralta Willie all the time, so that's maybe where your confusion comes. No, in. no, no, no. Willie uh, Willie Adamas, you know, with his home run, has driven in uh, runs in five straight games, oh. five straight wins, by the way, and homered in three of the last four after belting a two-run homer in the sixth to cut the Brewers' deficit six to five against the Twins. Ah, the one that I sent you. Now I know yes, what you mean. Yes, yes. That's, uh, that's that's your stat to give because he was your power pair guy. So I'm with it. I mean, Adam's always dropping bombs. Steven Watson's always dropping bombs. I mean, these guys are just coming from nowhere, just giving us just – and we always talk about it. We love when the Brewers win because we get all the juicy stats, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> I wonder – so I'm curious now because the Brewers are on a five-game winning streak. First of all, I'm curious to see if that's their longest winning streak of the season because I'm fairly confident that it is. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Willie Adamas has missed like what, like three weeks of time during this season and still has 52 RBI is a little nuts, especially right. for his batting average to be as low as it is. I agree with that. Well, you bringing up the fact that he's driven in runs in all five games of the five game winning streak, I'm curious to see what the Brewers' record is in games that Willie Adamas drives in runs. It's got to be high. I'm willing to bet it's high. Um, I'm going to write that down. Because I'm curious. You want to take a stab at it? The record when he drives in a run? Yep. God, I can throw out so many numbers right now. What am I going to do? I'm going to look like a Throw fool. out the win percentage. Just like, give me give me what you think of win, win percentage. percentage? Yeah. I'd bet it's somewhere near 60 to 63%. 
I was gonna say seventy. I was gonna get bold. Seventy percent. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Jake's guessing sixty to sixty-three. I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess like seventy. That's that would we'll be nice. I'll I'll look through game logs, whatever I gotta do to find the Brewers record in games that Willie Donald tried in runs. If it's seventy, I hate you for putting that kind of anxiety on me. <laughs> because now is that bats are gonna be anxiety filled. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if that's the case. You'll just know that if we're in the third inning and Willie Thomas drives in the run, that the Brewers have a seven out of ten chance to win the game. So maybe that'll give you some comfort. For the people, baby. I like it. For the boys. All right. Speaking of for the boys, my record prediction this week is for the boys. It's it's for the boys. So the Brewers, the Brewers have they're off tomorrow. Then they have three against the Padres and three at the Cubs. You want me to go first for my record prediction this week? I already know what I'm gonna say, so you say yours. I'm saying a six and all week. Six and all? Yeah. Dude, you see I'm the nuts one with it. I told you my record prediction this week is for the boys. But listen, listen. So this is this is how the Brewers line up this week. Against the Padres, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, Adrian Hauser. Okay. Against the Cubs, Wade Miley, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff. Fuck, they might go six and all. <laughs> I was gonna say five and one, as they are one hundred percent sweeping the Cubs. Give so me this, that. give me this six and a week. I don't usually, I don't think I've predicted any undefeated weeks this season, and it feels right. Like we are nearing Craig Timber. The starters line up beautifully, and they have an off day. Like mm, I'm feeling, Boy. I'm feeling pretty good. Boy, they, we come in the next week's episode on an 11-game winning streak. It's about to go fucking down, dude. It's about to go fucking down. Shit. That would be nuts. And sweeping the Cubs. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to talk shit. Could you Cubs. imagine coming into – even if, let's say, the Cubs sweep their next three games coming into the series of the Brewers and the mm-hmm. Brewers leaving September – let's see. That would be the – what is First. next Wednesday? Next Wednesday is the – next no. Wednesday the 31st? Yes. 30th. Next Wednesday is the 30th. Okay. So we leave Chicago six and a half games up two days away from September 1st when Cubs fans were saying that the Cubs will be in first by September 1st. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They they will not like me. That's that would be hilarious. Oh, that would be so funny. But then, but then you know, you're going to – we weren't supposed to win this year. You know who will say mm. that. Yeah, the backtracking as if they didn't say in the middle of August after beating a bunch of shitty teams that they would be in first in the month. Yo, watch out for the Cubs. Watch out for the Cubs. I I would be fine if you just said watch out for the Cubs. But they go zero to 10,000 of, oh, now we're finally above 500. To, oh, now we're going to win the division in a month. Like, mm, just some middle ground. Just be reasonable and I will respect you more instead of going straight from Oh, we just beat up on the Cardinals and the White Sox. Now we're taking the division. Like, there's there's steps. Like that, you're you're not just spring shoeing Pat Connaughton's vertical up eight steps. Like, just walk up the steps like a normal fucking person. Nope, not in Chicago. They eat deep dish pizza, and apparently every team wins the division, except they oh, suck God. at every fucking sport. They literally suck at everything. Like they they're horrible. They're the number oh, one pick in the NFL. Annoying. They suck. The Cubs are not good. I don't think the Cubs are good. The, the Cubs are not good. Okay. Like I will, level, I will level on the Cubs. I will give them a little bit. 
They they get on base a lot to their credit. And and they have Justin Steele. That is it. Okay, but that's it. We're gonna go off of the same measuring stick that they're saying about the Brewers. The Brewers can't hang with the big dogs. The fucking Cubs are way farther off than the fucking Brewers. You have no pitching. You have Justin Steele. Have all, that is it. We have all the pitching. We have three Justin Steels. And we have two guys, in my opinion, that are better. Yep. I'll it, say Peralta's on the same We might have three. Like, I'm Justin Steele has a low ERA this year, but. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love Freddie, but I'm going to put him on the same level for right now just to try to be, like you said, be reasonable. But. In my opinion, when everybody's going, I think Woodruff and Burns are 100% better. Oh, they're easily, for sure. Dude, Burns, like we said, his last outing, had four pitches that he uses a strikeout pitch. That's yeah. fucking dumb. Like, that's so stupid. <laughs> Why are you doing that? That, that should be illegal. Like, Freddie's, Freddie's strikeout half, pitch. He's been Cy Burns. Like, today he got yeah. rattled and he, he was struggling with his command a bit. And, I'm, yeah. and he didn't well, play was hot as after fuck, the game, bro. but, like, it's really been his first bad start since the beginning of July. I agree. Like, he's I been agree. absolutely door-slamming shut, shut down for the last yeah, month man. and a half, almost two full months. Now we now we have a day off, like you said, and Woody gets to come in on a day off against a, a, a very underperforming Padres team. Yeah. For not wait. Cannot wait. I'm super excited for the way that the Brewers pitching lines up over the next week. It's going to be something. I was going to say five and one, by the way. Okay. I'm, which I'm totally fine with and is totally reasonable. But I just – I was feeling good with the way the Brewers are playing lately. The offense is coming around and, and the way that the starters line up in these two series. So, I was I was feeling good. Give me a six and oh. Give me an 11 and oh streak, dude. Give me, a, give me an 11 oh, game man. streak. That'd be amazing. Ooh. So, the Brewers go? are now a – a season high 13 games over 500. Love to see it. Lucky number 13. That's where I'm at. All righty. If you want to see Jake and I in person Friday night, we will be at Isaac sports bar with Mike, who does our Badgers shows with us. We are previewing our, our Badgers 2023 football season primer on Friday night at Isaac sports bar in New Holstein. Honestly, I'm actually really looking forward to going there before the show and eating because like the prices are good, but the food is actually really good. Yeah, um, and we're definitely going to have to buy Isaac a beer. Uh, it was his birthday yesterday, two days ago. Yesterday. Either yesterday or the day before. I think it was I think it was yesterday uh, his birthday was, so we're going to have to buy him a beer uh, on Wisco Fanatics, uh, maybe, give, maybe give him two or three of them, see how he feels. Maybe we can get him the guest appearance on the show, give his record prediction <laughs> as well. Um, that's just a thought off the well, top of the door. We're, we're excited for Friday night. Bottom it's going to be a lot of fun, dude. And hopefully you guys come out, enjoy it. it. They have a Friday fish fry. So if you guys like fish fries, yep. come come out and see it. Come and come listen to us talk about the upcoming Badger season, which starts in like a week and a half. <sighs> yeah, don't say that. <laughs> don't say it. Yeah, Jake's not excited because he turns 30. No, I am excited. Yeah, yeah, fuck my birthday. Dude, the Badgers, the Badgers start on your birthday. So like how bad can you really be? I'm not. I'm not at all. And my dad's going to be over that day, so we're going to be watching the Badgers. My dad will be over nice. with my stepmom. We'll just be having a family day watching Bucky beat the hell out of somebody. Uh, so Buffalo. I know. I wasn't going to. Okay. I was just going to leave it. All right. Well, I will see you live and in person Friday night. Yeah. I'll see you there, buddy.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.